This is the Ask a Photographer podcast, answering your photography-related questions about general photography, workflow, editing, business, and marketing. To submit a question, go to beblino.com forward slash ask. Hello and thank you for listening to this episode. My name is Mike and I'm from beblino.com. Today's question is from Dean and Dean's asking about creating his first uh, profile for his uh, new website and he's asking, I'm looking to a career in photography. I need to build an online portfolio to attract future customers. Street photography, family portraits and headshots are my interests. What are your thoughts on hiring models versus real people? Hey Dean, thanks for your question, mate. In regards to hiring models as opposed to finding real people, uh, there's there's a bit of a difference uh, as to the end result of what you're going to get with your photography, as, as you can imagine. Now, if you're relatively new, hiring a model that uh, is experienced in regards to posing themselves and understanding how to interaction with the camera can help you uh, tenfold because your job will be so much easier. You literally just have to set up the lighting. If you're using natural lighting, it's even easier. And then it's just a matter of uh, interaction, interacting with the model and you'll get um, uh, the desired photos. Now, there, there's pros and cons to this though because uh, some models are, I guess, I guess there's no way, easy way of putting this, but some models are, are, are very good looking and, and which is, you know, not a bad thing. But the thing is, is that, when you've got a portfolio on your website, people like to see themselves, especially in portrait photography or family photography. They want to be able to picture themselves in your photos. Otherwise, they may not be able to re- relate to your photography. So if, say, for instance, some of the poses look a little bit too posed, like in what we'd see in a magazine, they may get put off with that. So that's just something to think about. Also, you know, when, when some people do family portraits, they're not perfect, you know. So, um, or even, yeah, so they're not really perfect in the sense that, you know, there's there's giggles and laughter and, and you know, sometimes the posing is not 100%, but, you know, the the facial expressions and reactions is what, uh, you know, parents and, and, and people see themselves, you know, do they look good in, in that sense. So that's um, that's just something to think about. You know, there's nothing wrong with using professional models. I've, I've done it a few times in my early career. And, and what I did learn um, when I first was transitioning from sports photography to um, portraits and family portraits and weddings, and you know, it really helped me to try to understand good posing was. Now, mind you, the few times that I did um, hire a model, it, you know, I didn't learn everything, but it just I could see the difference of what somebody that knew what they were doing compared to somebody that say was like a family that you know was going to get their first portrait session with you, or even if it was their second, you know the. Um, you know, it is a world's apart. So just keep that in mind that hiring a model may give you a false sense of security because they will make your job a lot easier. And that's what I found. And when I had, uh, when I edited the photos, you know, the, the model knew how to direct her face um, towards the camera and, and how, to, how to move her body in, in a pleasing way. So it meant that the photos turned out spectacular. Actually, they were really, really good. Uh, in fact, they came across too good in the sense that when I put them up with all the other family portraits that I had on the website, you could definitely tell which one was a model and which one was, you know, a regular family. Now, hiring or getting a regular family um, to pose for you is kind of the hardest thing you could potentially do 
when you're first starting out, um, only because that if you're not used to posing a family or even a, um, one or two people or a group of people, it gets harder with more people that you have. There could be one person that could be insecure or a couple of them, and therefore they're kind of just standing there like deer in headlights saying, okay, what do you want us to do? What do you, where should I put my hands? What should I do? You know, It's your job as the photographer to give them reassurance that what they're doing is is fine and the um, not to really think too much about it. So it's it's a massive learning curve. But I think that if you were to put an ad out to somewhere like uh, Craigslist or Gumtree, which I uh, originally did, and, and also Facebook, which has excellent targeting features like you know you can go really granular and say that you want a family in particular area that has x amount of kids and you know your ad would be put forward in front of those people now what i did to get um, regular people or real people as you as you've um, put it here um, i put an ad out saying free portraits family portrait session uh, your time for x amount of images actually i didn't even put the amount of images i just said your time for the edited photos. And in return, I'd like to be able to use your photos and your likeness to advertise my website. Now, I got uh, quite a fair few people um, call up and you know I, I could actually weed out the people that I did and did not want because it's important that when you're doing your portfolio, you photograph to what you want um, to photograph. You know, people want to bring their cars, they wanted to... Uh, bring animals, which, you know, can lead into interesting portrait sessions. But at the end of the day, uh, if you're after a particular type of photography that you want to concentrate, you're not going to be happy with the photos that you get if if you let the clientele tell you what you want. Um, in this case, when you're building your portfolio, because since you're giving something away for free, uh, they're getting something for free, and also you're allowing to use their photos, you should be able to control um, how the session is going to go. Okay, don't don't be pressured into saying you know someone wants to bring their two or three dogs when you've never photographed a dog. Do at least a, a couple of sessions before you venture into that, so you can understand a little bit about posing. And the thing about posing families is you've got to keep it as natural as possible because if you try to pose them too much, then they think about it too much. And what will happen is the first you know ten or fifteen minutes of the sessions they're going to be quite nervous. But, you know, if you keep it quite casual and just talk to them and allow them to just, you know, the kids kind of control the session too in a way when you think about it. Because, you know, if they get tired, they're just going to just um, not really want to cooperate. And, and that's a good lesson for you as well because you're learning how the dynamic of a family works. Just uh, keep that in mind. Uh, you know, try to keep things as light and don't, don't be too serious about the whole thing and just keep on taking photos. Now, one thing I should mention is that a big difference I found is as opposed to having a a paid model and say a a real family as you've put it um, is that I got to work on my customer service which I found to be excellent because you know I think that's a massive proponent in us succeeding in photography you've got to treat your customers like gold and by me putting out an ad and then responding to people in you know in a business type like you know didn't use big words i use regular um, simple english straight to the point didn't write paragraphs but i created templates from this and that and, and that made the well, started the foundation of me creating many templates which i use now 12 years on in, into my business so 
that's a good learning curve because you know some people may want a certain uh, elements in their portrait session and you know you may not be ready to give it to them and you know you have to be able to decline that off or or if you don't want to decline it maybe you know persuade them otherwise so just keep keep that in mind now with the portfolios in general you should try to get critique from someone that's not a family member some of them give you honest critique that would um, shock you <laughs> um, you know I was lucky to to have people that would tell me this is crap you know this these photos you know there's there's no there's nothing tell me about that's special about these photos and at the time they really hurt but what it did actually do for my photography is that's what well you know why aren't they um, special and you know you can go, dissect a photo and then you can try to better that and every single session I did I got better and better and better do remember the um, the first couple of paid model sessions that it was really easy for me I got these really excellent photos and then when I did my first session with a f uh, family um, now this is all free uh, these are all free sessions and I do recommend that you give the digital files away for free considering what you're actually asking from them and what it was uh, the first session was terrible. I had a family that I think it was eight people, and they just uh, the kids just ran rings around me. They absolutely controlled everything. I had no control whatsoever, and that was a massive learning curve. What I should have done is start with one person or two people that were had no experience, and then progress from there. Um, and but I that was a lesson learned, and um, from that lesson, I knew that working with young kids. Well, I had to be on their side quickly and giving them something like stickers at the end. You know, don't give chocolates or anything like that because the parents may object. But stickers, kids for some reason love stickers. You know, give them Band-Aids and they treat them like stickers. It's amazing. Um, but, you know, and, and there were a couple of sessions that I did uh, do for free that I got from um, Facebook, I believe. The, the Some of the people, they just were very self-conscious and they wanted to get into modeling and to be quite honest, I was not the person best suited to photograph at that time. This is going a few years back now. And, you know, I, I could only use like one photo from, from those two sessions, which at the time I felt quite disappointed, but uh, a massive learning curve. And I think I'm a much better photographer now in the sense that I can pick up where people are, are, are um, nervous or they're negative in, in their thinking and you know, snap them out of it and, and change the subject and go on to something else and make them laugh you know and that's another thing if you it's okay to say bad dad jokes you know and um, I often do drop a few of those bad dad jokes in there being a dad it's, it's what it's what we do but um, you know it kind of changes it changes their mind of, of what they should be doing you know a lot of people when they do a family portraits they think of looking straight down the barrel of the camera and and you know doing a cheesy smile which you know some people like those photos and you probably do need to get at least one or two of those photos during the session but the rest if you're into like um you know very casual candid laid-back sessions you know you shouldn't be really posing the idea is to kind of put them into the light into the desired light and then you know, kind of get them to interact. And, and and that's what I do. And I get, you know, a lot of sales from photos that are very, um, I guess, natural looking. And the parents can say, oh, yeah, this is what, you know, my uh, my son is like at home. You know, you've, you've captured it well in, in a very nice environment that has, um, you know, uh, all the elements of a, of a good. And that's how I kind of progressed and, and, you know, from giving digital files away for free and then asking people to, to pay, that's kind of the path I took. But I should point out that during this whole process, I did actually have a one-page contract. And this 
And if you're starting business from scratch, you should be seeing a lawyer and, a, and an accountant to, to set the groundwork for, for good business practices. But having a contract that basically said along the lines, I, Dean, from such and such photography, um, um, give whoever the client person may be. Um, actually, sorry, that's that's wrong. It should actually be the other way where it's um, I, such and such, which is the client's name, um, give permission for Dean of such of you know Dean photography whatever it may be um, to use my photos and my likeness um, to advertise uh, his business and in return he will give me the uh, edited uh, digital files and something simple as that um, is all that's really uh, needed they can sign that and basically that's your um, model release now you, you probably should be specific as to what you're going to use it for things like you know, advertising your business, using it as a portfolio, um, ads. Because um, don't forget, advertising a business could be perceived as putting ads. But, um, you know, I've, I've told people that I'm just going to use it for using albums, which is, you know, I did specific shoots just to create family albums, uh, which work quite well. So you need to be specific. And, and, you know, I don't think you should put a limit as to how many photos you give them. They're, they're doing this out of the kindness of their heart. I know they're getting something returned, but, you know, don't give them one photo or two photos. You know, practice your editing. This is a good time to not go stupidly crazy and, and do weird filters. I mean, hey, if that's your thing, that's fine. But, you know, keep it simple. Um, you'll, you'll be able to work on your workflow and uh, things will go a lot smoother from there. Now, I did notice that you've got street photography, family portraits, and headshots that are your interests. Just a couple of things, right? The thing is, headshots and family portraits are very, well, they're not, they're not the same, but they're kind of along the realm of a portrait, right? Whereas street photography is slightly different. It, it, it could have different elements, could have, you know, people, could have, could have portraits of people within the street, or it could be just passers-by and you incorporate buildings and then, you know, so on and so forth. So what I recommend, if you want to include all these on your website, I would put a separate section for family portraits, a separate one for headshots, right? And then a third section, which which might be uh, personal work and have your street photography in there. And, you know, for your street photography, uh, being there, it kind of shows that you do a whole gamut of photography. And, you know, you don't necessarily have to do that. Uh, but this is just... Uh, just something to, to think about uh, because I've received a lot of business where a good example would be when, when I did a lot of club photography, uh, meaning that I would photograph the kids playing sport and later sell it to the newspapers. I would receive requests from different clubs in the league that would say, oh, we'd like you to do our headshots. We'd like you to do our team photos. I would like you to come and do our presentation night. So from them seeing the fact that I understand the industry or even the area of, of, of photography, you know, they could see that the photos are well exposed and cropped. Um, you know, it's pleasing to their eye. And then they would actually hire me for other type of work that is not really related when you think about it, you know. Photographing sweaty athletes compared to a team photo, you know, is, is huge difference, you know, huge, huge difference. So that's just something to think about. Um, and you will probably receive requests to do some weird and wonderful photography, you know, from, from your portfolio. And there's nothing to be worried about that. It's up to you if you want to take that type of work on. So, so there you go, Dean. I hope the information that I've given you helps you along the way. And if you do have any further questions, please, by all means... 
send an email to me. Um, I'll be happy to answer any further questions. And if anybody else wanted to get their question featured like Dean has here on the show, uh, you're more than welcome to go to biblino.com forward slash ask and you will receive a free template and preset pack for Lightroom. Thanks for listening and speak to you next time. If you have a question that you'd like featured on the show, go to biblino.com forward slash ask to submit your question. I'd love to hear what you think of the show by going to iTunes or Stitcher and giving me a review and a rating. And don't forget to subscribe so you get notifications of new episodes. Thanks for listening. Until next time, get out and take more photos. Oh, look, it's a cat in front of a sunset.